0: Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to another week of Friendship State of Mind. We are still social distancing. I know quarantine's hard, but hang in there. Tune in every week for a new episode to hang out with us. Relieve some stress, laugh some, get things off your mind. We're going to do our best to keep everything going just as planned. If anything changes, we'll let you know. And we know things are reopening soon, but still stay cautious. Still do what you need to to feel safe. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you back at the podcast. Happy Monday, or maybe whatever day you're listening to this on. I don't know. It's quarantine. What is a Monday anymore? I'm your host, Amanda, for Friendship State of Mind, and we haven't talked to someone in quite a long time. So, guys, Allison's back. Hey, guys. Yeah. she. So, obviously, since I live in Houston... And she lives back in our hometown. We have not seen each other that much. We've seen each other once in this entire quarantine. It's been really hard. Um, But we've made it work. And she is online today with us so we can keep our social distancing and quarantine up. Um, You've got Governor Abbott on right now, yeah?
1: Yeah, I'm on mute just with the caption on. So if he says anything outside of what we're anticipating, then
0: will be in the know we're rolling out phase two today
1: i believe so oh okay that's the plan i think he was just gonna make announcements for other things that hadn't been addressed yet and confirming or denying if we were gonna roll into phase two the way that we originally anticipated about two weeks ago
0: okay okay so i mean since you and i visited um i know a couple of your favorite quarantine things. Um, one of them being puzzles, <laughs> which I just don't I puzzles are the bane of my existence. Um <laughs> I, I, I can't. She's been helping my mom guys with these puzzles. Even what collecting to see if they have up is it all the pieces? Yeah,
1: I mean when your mom's a teacher of fourth graders, these students either don't keep up with all the puzzles or they're getting out multiple puzzles at a time, not realizing that that's going to cause confusion whenever they're trying to put them back into a box or they drop a piece and don't realize it. And it gets vacuumed up by custodial. Like there's a lot of things that can go wrong with puzzles right. in a fourth grade classroom.
0: Well, God bless so, your soul for trying to find all the pieces because <laughs> there's even one night she thought that there were a couple pieces missing and it was driving me insane. And she kept composure And they actually weren't missing any. There were just some in the box. Oops.
1: Well, yeah, they were like wedged in the box based on the way the box fits. So um, basically, we just had to put all the puzzles together to see what actually fit. Um, Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Miss Gracie Lee.
0: Gracie tries to make a guest appearance every show since I've done with you. And I don't really know what it is. Like, I get it. We could probably have her as a guest star season, two. So
1: she probably needs to be because she has an opinion quite often. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so but what yeah. else have Lots you done? Of
1: puzzles. I decided to do like a troll trail, which sounds tro- totally ridiculous. Oh, and no you, one has OK. It was
0: like a troll trail.
1: Yes. So I will explain. Um, I love to paint things, but I don't need to be painting canvases right now. So Mm. I was graciously given the opportunity to paint rocks in our driveway.
0: (laughs) You Um, might be Southern if.
1: Yeah. One rock for every day we were in quarantine officially. And I'm going to continue doing this for every day that my team does not go back to work. Because the team that I'm part of for A&M is not going back to work as of now until August 14th. Mm -hmm. Um which is later than most people would anticipate. But the Dean that we have in the engineering department is being super duper conservative. um, And we also work out of cubicles. So that changes part of things. But anyway, I had gotten to from the day that we started shelter in place, which was March 16th or 17th. -hmm. Cause I started uh, a little bit later than me.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I think we were at like 46 rocks. Um, and some of them were pretty big, like, about the size of the palm of my hand, and then others, I mean, you paint the big ones first because you're trying to grab someone's attention kind of by seeing them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, over 50 out there right now, and it's still not super noticeable because there's a kajillion rocks on that driveway.
0: Yeah. but We have a gravel road driveway thing that leads to the cement of our driveway, guys, so that's mm-hmm. why. I kind of yeah. noticed it, though, when I came in. It, it caught my eye. I did a double take, and I was like, there's the troll trail. Okay.
1: Yeah. This makes well, sense. so I didn't put them on the driveway. There's a little area right next to the driveway that's a right. little more shaded, the trees right there, but it goes out to where the um the water comes out. We basically have like a pipe down there and so it looks <laughs> a little bit more we like We have
0: a moat. Yes.
1: Yeah, very not really, but that's <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. been painting rocks um, and working. I mean, I still work more often than I would think most people do, just mm-hmm. because if we're trying to take in-person events to virtual events or some version of a hybrid, then we're figuring out what that looks like and ways to do that, ways not to do that, um, and then what we're allowed to do based on the budget that we now have, since we're not doing right. events in person, how do we utilize that budget for anything that we need to execute a virtual event efficiently? Right. So.
0: Yeah um that's about it so what are you looking forward to when this is all over like anything to watch or go to or see um I'm looking forward to hugging people I am too Um, and I'm not a physically affectionate person and you know that
1: Yeah, Amanda doesn't even hug me. She hugs most people. She will hug me from time to time. But we do more of a hand hug for anyone that has seen those.
0: I don't know. Just Um, hugging stresses me out to a degree. I'm just not a physically affectionate person. And so... Yeah,
1: that's a very odd statement to me. But I know that it does that to you.
0: It Um, does that to other people. It's not just me. It's just like the... No, I know, but... The five love languages test. It's like... You can rank as high as a twelve on something, and then obviously as low as a zero. It's a solid two. Yeah, it's it's. I'm not low. saying
1: it's weird that you don't like it. It's that it's stressful. That <laughs> that
0: oh yes, I'm like oh god, um, oh oh there, oh it's happening. Okay, I can't stop it.
1: So hugging people, um, going to restaurants without the fear of social distancing issues. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like for sports to come
0: back Um, Baseball specifically Like to not even have baseball season
1: We had baseball taken away
0: And I'm not okay about it And for everyone wondering For all of you who are like It's boring It's God's favorite sport It's in the first words of the Bible Uncultured swines The big inning Okay So if you don't like (laughs) baseball I'm so sorry You don't have to watch it but it's, it's a big deal that it got taken away.
1: Thank you for coming to her baseball TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sad for all of the athletes, too, yeah. because they've now worked all fall semester and through the beginning of the spring semester just to get a taste of what the season would taste like. And then because certain sports like obviously football played all the way out basketball got at least through their regular season they just didn't have the full postseason they expected right um but then the spring sports basically had non-conference and then as they were getting their rhythm they had to
0: cancel the rest of the year so well hopefully we can get fans back in on top of guys we're close to a thousand listens which is or like a thousand listeners which is a huge deal and i didn't ever know if it'd get that big so thank you guys for tuning in every week. That's all credit to you. All credit to you. So if you're looking MVP, at, yeah. MVP. Yeah, if we could send you all trophies, I would do it. But that's number one, not affordable <laughs> on a teacher's salary. Number two, I don't know all of you. Um, but I will say while you're still processing, no matter where you are, because some people are still in lockdown, You know, keep listening because we're going to do a Texas giveaway, like a Texas basically like fun bucket, if you will. I'm talking some Whataburger, not the actual food. We'll let you go pick it up yourself. Um, Whataburger, some Buckies, some other Texas things that you're not even ready for. And in order to do that, you've got to follow the next post that we put out. Once we hit 1,000, we'll let you know when we hit 1,000 because it'll be a little yee-haw party up in here. So, anyway, that's... Howdy. How the, yeah, howdy. Um, that's how her friend Tim says it from New Zealand. He can't say it without a Southern accent, and why would you? So, with sports real quick, with all the fans, since we're just talking about our fans, I'm worried about college football. And I don't know what that's going to do to the state of Texas, um, because that's the powerhouse of a lot of our colleges. And so I want to know your thoughts on if you think they'll keep college football.
1: I mean, I think that they will to a degree.
0: Um, mm.
1: the question mark is, are they going to start in the fall or are they going to push it to the spring? Because I've also heard about that rumor.
0: Mm. Interesting. But does that mean they would take but baseball and stuff away too?
1: Nope. They would just all be happening at the same time.
0: Oh, my God. Which,
1: there's some issues with that. But, I mean, football is king enough that I believe it would mainly just make the spring sports suffer with Mm -hmm. attendance. I agree. But, I mean, the bigger issue is if you play football, at least you will get some of the funding. Because that's the biggest thing is football is what drives our economy. So, if you don't have football, you're not going to have... The TV deals that you're getting paid to be on TV, you're not going to have people buying home game ticket packages. You're not going to have people buying tailgate season passes. Um, You're not going to be selling concession stands. I mean, and this is for 80,000 people to 100,000 people for anywhere from six to nine games a season. So it's pretty monumental because you've also all the people that work all those games they get paid to do that so they're gonna be out of some side jobs that were helping them make
0: ends meet um I don't know if you listened to the Miss Michigan episode yet because I know sometimes you've got to play catch up since you're working a lot from home but she was very proud to say Christine was that Michigan's stadium held more than Kyle Fields and I was like ooh, I can't wait till the family hears that
1: So the reality is when Kyle Field was renovated at first, um, it actually held less people than it did pre-renovation.
0: Right. I remember Um, that.
1: Part of that was because they were bridging the gap around a whole stadium, basically, because for a while it was just east side, west side, not and they added the zone. So the north end was full. Right. But the south end zone was just some bleachers. And then they eventually raised that up the three levels and then closed in the corners so now it holds quite a few i still think we lost some seating Mm -hmm. only because of the way that they renovated the seats were a little bit larger per person i think so it ended up costing us a couple hundred seats in the long run i think but
0: it might have gained
1: them back but there's also a lot more suites which take up room but don't have as many seats in them because you've got more freestanding space
0: right Well, when we come back, guys, we're going to end out this college, big school versus small school with small school being my school, Stephen and Faustin, from my experiences now, since from a and M's the big school. With Southern college norms, we found a few that people think are a must in the South or that they have experienced. So stick with us. We'll be right back and we will get into it. All right, let's get into it. These Southern college norms. Now, we've discussed that obviously the South has a different Southern college culture or just college culture in general being down here. But we have picked these based on what we have experienced and what we know other people have or at least probably have experienced. And some of them are very funny. And some of them you may be like, what even? And we get it. We're fine. So um number 1, we talked about this one last night, dressing up for game day in the south. So typically and I I see I see this more at A&M only because you're a bigger school. Um I did see it at SFA, but here's the thing, I love my school. Go Jacks, Axum forever. We're not good at football yet. Just got a new coach. We're working on it, okay? Um, And I really like him. He's a good guy. But we tailgate much harder than we actually go to the game. And so a lot of our people just dress up to tailgate. And with the humidity and what it does to your hair and your bodily heat, um, I don't get it. You dressed up for game day, I think, more than I did, probably. Would you say that's fair? So, yes. So let's give some... um backstory uh
1: or insights into my direct experiences so i graduated high school spring of 2009 Mm -hmm. which means i started college fall of 2009 and graduated spring of 2013 so i had 2009 2010 2011 and 2012 for football seasons Mm -hmm. 2011 was the last year the a&m was in the big 12 okay and In the Big 12, we did not have a lot of dress-up stuff. It was still pretty casual. I would wear more of the, like, yeah. I would wear more of the, like, nice V-necks. So, like, it might have had, like, a detail on the sleeve and, like... A prettier design on the front, but it was still a V-neck, so it was a little cuter. But you're either in jeans or jean shorts with tennis shoes, sandals, boots, whatever, because you're standing the whole game, so you sure. don't want to be in something super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But some of these girls were like, no pain, no gain. They're like wearing heels and crap. Oh my and gosh. in the Big 12, that just didn't matter that much. Sure. But I remember a very vivid conversation with, and I don't remember who the friend was, but I remember having a very vivid conversation about... Oh my gosh, we're joining the SEC. We've got to step it up on game day. Like, <laughs> we we talked about how Ole Miss <laughs> and Florida and all these SEC schools that are so prim and proper with their little uh-huh. logos, fake the little temporary tattoo on their cheek yes. and mascara like they're working a pageant and t-shirt dresses that were like they cost it a hundred and twenty dollars or something, and it was t-shirt material. Yeah.
0: Oh god. Um, I I'm so glad those don't live on. Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, yeah, I still have mine. I think, um, because you know, just rep until I die. Sure. Um, I can't fit in it anymore, but I'm gonna keep it just because I think well, it's well,
0: because that's hilarious. part of like the fashion college memorabilia. That's fine.
1: Yeah. So but people would wear, like, people started getting more into the nicer clothing, too. It wasn't just the T-shirt dresses. Um, The T-shirt dresses actually started when I was a senior. Um, Well, started a little bit before that. But that's when it really picked up. And then people realized, oh, we needed, like, step it up for the SEC. Mm -hmm. So the T-shirt dresses were actually kind of already on their way. They
0: were a segue into the boots and the pearls and the dresses yes
1: so the boots were also kind of a fashion statement a lot of girls that had boots did not regularly wear boots or no. if they did they had their nice boots for game day and their ranch boots for when they right. were actually on a. Ranch. and i would say the ranch girls maybe that i knew at least there were more than this but the ranch girls that i knew that had two sets of boots like that was maybe five percent of my friends That's so true. most of them just had boots To be like, oh, we're in Texas. We got to wear boots with our dresses. Like, that was kind of a thing. Right. But it was more just for fashion statements. You're spending, like, $300 on a pair Mm -hmm. of Ariats to wear to a football game.
0: Well, and I will say that, like, even though we're not in the SEC, I mean, at our tailgate, girls were still very dressed up. But I will say this is kind of a stereotype. It's not a bad one or a good one. It's just what it is. It's what I saw and experienced. Typically, the ones the most dressed up and coordinated were Greek life. And you notice in the SEC, there's a big time Greek life. I mean, you look at Ole Miss, you look at Bama just dropped $7 million on one of their houses.
1: Yeah, I mean, so one thing is that greek life at a lot of the bigger schools is going to make or break you because there's not a whole lot else to do that's how you meet most of your friends and get involved with different organizations but at a&m there was a little bit different vibe greek life has picked up since i left a Mm -hmm. bit but there's also literally a club for everyone like the club literally the PB&J club they would hand I out know, peanut butter and jellies every Monday would bring the up the
0: PB&J club yes <laughs> love so, them so
1: greek life was not going to make or break the ability for you to make friends and enjoy your college life experience but i even i mean i still wore like nicer t-shirts and jean shorts and boots to games because first of all if i'm going to stand the whole time i'm not going to wear something i'm uncomfortable in because that just I make was sense. like I'm still going to do my hair I'm still going to wear makeup like I normally would but I'm not going to dress up like I'm going to a pageant um, and that's what a lot of these girls would do and again there was a small selection of them that would stay that dressed up and stay the whole game mm. there was a larger percentage of them that were super dressed up that would leave by halftime because they were overstanding in those dresses and heels
0: well. for
1: that long in which case they became a two percenter so I'm like you know I want to find the best of both worlds and dress semi-nice so i don't look like a hood rat but also not look like i'm going to prom and i don't and these, they weren't prom dresses let me clarify they like, were a more hood like rat. Homecoming <laughs> i mean i kind of was a hood rat but i didn't want everyone to know that <laughs> so
0: i you had to listen to, hide to rick ross but you still bit. put on your lip gloss yeah okay i mean um,
1: i was the original classy bougie ratchet like i had all of those things okay. in my life i just didn't want them. to show them all my cards at once you you, you and yes you i jumped know. to put jeans on so beyond i do know your pain but i would rather be in those jeans and sweating out of a dress at kyle field that's just my two cents
0: that's fair um This one was really funny that a friend brought to my attention. They were an out-of-state person, and they were like, you have to mention this. I was like, all right. Camo as a party theme or fashion? Now, this one is very striking to me. So the first, Mm -hmm. I guess, whiff I got of the college party scene is, y'all have to understand, like we've said before, Allison and I did not party really at all. Between high school and college, I mean, in college we went to them, but both of us primarily served as designated drivers. um, Out of the safety. Yeah, we were not the norm.
1: Yeah. A lot of our friends partied. Sure. We also had the fear of God put in us by
0: a lot of different things, and
1: by our family. Right. There were just so we didn't want to risk it for the
0: biscuit. Right, and so we were typically DD, and we were perfectly fine with that because we got to be with our friends and keep people safe. That was what it was. But I'm sitting in the lobby of. Steen which was one of our co-ed dorms and it's they look like two they look like twin towers and they're both they're two towers that are 10 floors circular might I add so rooms were pie-shaped weird and I'm just sitting in the lobby and I'm with a couple of music friends since all of my classes were devoted to that in that building so that's primarily where my friends were and we didn't know that there were like a bunch of Greek Life parties going on. We didn't really know what was happening, what we like to call in the muggle world, because we were so swept up by our own building that we didn't get out much until maybe sophomore year where we had made more friends in our regular or muggle classes. It wasn't to downplay anybody, but we just were so confined. So, wait, what? You there? Yeah, I didn't say anything. I thought you said something. So, We are sitting in the lobby, and I start seeing like three guys just botched in camo. Like they have fishing nets on them, and I'm like, okay, we're in East Texas. They're probably gonna go do hood rat things, like in East Texas late at night. I guess that's what we do in this town. I don't know, I'm new here. But then I start seeing like this wave of people coming out of the elevators on both sides. And they're not, like, friends with each other or anything, but it was probably a solid 20 people that all came out of the elevator around the same time, and it's camo earrings. It's camo, like, jeaned vests with (laughs) boots. it's, um, It's camo bandanas. And I'm like, what is happening? And someone was like, are you going to the camo party? And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, why the heck is there a camo party? And... Someone said it's the Kappa Alpha Party, but they spelled it camo K-A for Kappa Alpha, and it's a very well-known thing at SFA, the camo party. It's like back-to-school kind of thing, and so everyone wears camo, and I was like, oh, okay, that's nice, but this is really kind of strange. I ended up going to pick two people up that night. And there is there has <laughs> never been so much camo in my car. Honest to God, there's a lot of things that have come out of my car, like trash bags and food bags and clothing so, and whatever else. We did
1: not have a camo party. I'd never seen
0: that. Um, oh God, it was it and like I joked with my friends, but they were too turned. I was like, guys, I can't see y'all, and they're like, you just need one burger. I'm like, okay, we're going. But yeah,
1: I mean. When we've talked about the size of Texas and how different areas still do things like that, Mm -hmm. one, I think because y'all are in East Texas, that was more of a thing. Because that's more of an East Texas vibe. Not that it couldn't happen here, but we got too many, like, uppity people here, for lack of a better word. Like, people from larger cities that are not necessarily going to have a bunch of camo at normal grabs. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that go to A&M from Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Fort Worth, whatever. Um, So don't get me wrong. There are people that hunt and fish, but they don't necessarily have a camo party. Well, we
0: got people Um, in our family that have camo Crocs. And, like, listen, I love y'all if you're listening, but you got to get rid of those. You have to.
1: Yeah. That's a battle that I just don't want to fight because if they want to look ridiculous, that's on them.
0: Y'all know who I'm talking to in this if you're listening. They're probably not, but...
1: We do have, I mean, people wear camo. That was a thing in high school, I remember. We did have, like, the different dress-up days for Red Ribbon Week. Oh, yeah, Spirit Days. Spirit Week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would, there were some that was, like, I don't even know, like, camouflage, console, or, like, I don't know, all kinds of different little Spirit Week things we had, and every once in a while there was camo.
0: Even... My high school best friend, Allison Frank, got proposed to while she was wearing camo pants. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know she owned camo pants. Yes, because she wore them for dress-up day. And there's a picture I have. It's a Transformation Tuesday picture of how the camo pants made it with us through high school to get her a husband. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So camo is a thing down here for themes, dress-up, whatever. Love it or leave it. It's, I guess, a fashion staple statement, whatever. Okay, this one was (laughs) actually uh, brought to my attention by another northern friend, and they're like, why do you have to do that to show spirit? And you and I have talked about it briefly before and even looked it up. I don't know if you remember this, but hand signs for university and or to support our team. So, like, no offense, SFA, I love you. Again, I think ours is kind of stupid um so what you do if you're looking let's say it's your left hand um she was looking yeah. kind of thank you okay i'm just, okay there she goes all right so if you look <laughs> at your left hand take your ring finger and your pinky finger and put them down your palm is facing you you should have um, the third finger and your index finger up and your thumb up. That is our hand sign. And it's supposed to look like the shape of Texas. And it does, kind of. But people are also <laughs> like, it's an axe. And I'm like, no. It's, I don't know a single axe that looks like my hand. You, you can't <laughs> find me one. Um,
1: but here's the thing, though. Normally, you put your index finger and your middle finger together and make like a double barrel almost looks like a double barrel gun if you were to tilt it to the side but i thought that was the axe was that the two fingers were together
0: it maybe is but it still doesn't look like an axe like i just i'm like we could have done so many other things like for for example the university of florida does the gator chomp and you know what they do they just clap their hands vertically and i support it <laughs> And I'm like, all yeah, we would have so, had to do was a swinging motion, to axe something down.
1: So, a&M has gigum, which is just all of your fingers curled into your palm. It's a thumbs
0: thumb. up, guys. It's a thumbs up. Um,
1: yeah. The Longhorn symbol is to look like a Longhorn bull, which is basically the I love you sign, but with your thumb tucked in. Mm-hmm. Um. Baylor is sick and bears, so it's basically all four, all four, all five of your fingers out.
0: <laughs> for those of you missing one, this is for you. in. Yes, and it's it, so that's the same for Sam Houston in. State too. For eat them up, is
1: so ridiculous because those are cats.
0: Right? Listen, don't get me started about our rival. Brads,
1: I don't get it. A I don't
0: bear cat. It's a mythical creature. A you can't convince me elsewise. <laughs> I will say okay. we. We did talk about the Alabama sign and how they don't really have one. They have the number one sign because they believe they're number one, but they don't have, like, an actual thing. But their, their mascot's a little bit interesting, different, and that's a different story for a different day. But, like, we all have them down here, and when I talk to some of our friends up north, they're like, yeah, we just say, like, go blue for Michigan or, like, go Spartans for Michigan State or Ohio kind of has one. They, like, lift their arms and put them in the shape of an O and then lift them out. But, like, it's still not a hand sign.
1: Ohio State and Ole Miss both, that, that gets kind of confusing. They'll put their their hand up and, like, their thumb will touch the middle of their forehead and then the rest of their fingers are out. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to look like a shark. Okay. Um, yeah, so Ole Miss gets upset when other people do that. But, but that's a thing for them, oh. I guess. It's supposed to be a symbol of, like, eat them up, but
0: – well hotty toddy god bless that's interesting so
1: get their two little they they curled their index and middle fingers down to make it look kind of like a frog i guess is what it's supposed to look like and then they put their thumb ring finger and pinky finger together at their palm but that's the
0: interesting
1: the the frog symbol but it's also funny that we do horns up or the thumb up and say gig them because gigging is frog hunting
0: yes it is it so is, I don't you also get have
1: your symbols and slogans that, ha- well, TCU was the original rival of a and before Texas.
0: Right. And so y'all would gig so the horn what- for, right. But, yeah. um, I remember when I was like 10 asking mom, I'm like, mom, what's an Aggie. And she was <laughs> like, well, it's, you know, it's just an Aggie. I'm like, no, what is it? And she was like, well, it's a farmer. I'm like, how did they get the word Aggie out of farmer? And, agriculture well i i think mom was just so shocked that i add such a <laughs> specific question that didn't like come up asking what does fun mean all right like what is aggie like it didn't anyway okay um and one more before we go to a break um let's see i'm gonna skip over one um party drinking in greek life is all we do not so like Allison said, Greek life is just now kind of picking up at A&M. And, like, Juan, you know, he went to the University of Houston for his master's. They didn't have time. Granted, he was a grad student, but, like, they didn't have time. And it's in the middle of a city, so it's not, like, it's a little bit different of a college experience. I mean, I remember... the town
1: is not surviving and thriving based on the fact that the students are there to go to that university... Typically, it's much more of a city atmosphere where there might be some Greek organizations, but they would not primarily thrive off of Greek life.
0: Right. And like our Greek life episode, people have said before, Mariana and Alyssa, they had so many hours that they had to get in study hall. And that's pretty across the board from what I've noticed in response to that episode is people had to get study hall hours, a minimum, I think, of Mm -hmm. 10 a week or something. The athletes also have to get study hall hours. I mean, it's not just... We're not just like, oh, let's go have fun in the river and yonder in the creek and do this and maybe get an education. Like, no. It's not it. There's
1: a handful of people like that, but that's not the majority.
0: Right. That's like maybe, LOL, 2%. I don't know. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about a few more, and then we're going to wrap up the college series. So we'll be right back. All right, here we go. This other half of the list. We're back, by the way. So, ring by spring, and this is for Christian (laughs) universities anywhere as well. You could be in Vermont, and this still applies to Christian universities, but this happens a lot more in the South in general. Ring by spring really bothers me for a lot of reasons. What this means is if you're dating somebody, you should have a ring by the end of your spring semester of your senior year, you should be engaged. And the best thing, well, maybe not the best thing, but one of the better things that mom and dad ever did for Juan and I, they did not let us get engaged like right out of college. They're like, no, that's not it. And they're like, you got to experience the real world together and see if you still like each other because college is still a bubble. And I didn't really understand that concept until we got to Houston. And then I already loved Juan in college, but then when we got into the real world, I loved him even more because we just were right for each other. So, Aww. I know, cute. And so, <coughs> um, you know, it, I, I see girls sometimes even get engaged by the end of their junior year, and then they're planning their wedding and finishing their senior year of college, and I don't know how they do it. That's a different kind of crazy. Like that's so much. And I know that that's a really big issue. Well, maybe not issue, but like facade at A&M is ring by spring.
1: Well, so one thing that I've seen happen many times, and I would not have wanted it this way, which I'm not engaged now. So maybe, I don't know. But there were people that wanted to propose to their, girlfriends the day they got their aggie ring and not all colleges in the south even are super particular about getting a ring from your university right some are like amanda's was cool with a dipping of the ring ceremony so they basically get their ring placed on their finger and then they would dip their hand into this purple dye mm-hmm. um and so your hand was pur- it was just a cool ceremony um a&m had a Few too many people to do a ceremony with everyone all together. So typically everything would be spread out. And once you had gotten enough hours for your ring, it's usually 90 hours total with at least 45 of those being from A&M classes. Right. Um, They would send you an email saying you qualified to get your ring, blah, blah, blah. Then there's ring day later in the semester. And they organize it based on what time slot you sign up for the week before the ring day celebration. Well, because most ring days, well, let me back up. There's two fall ring days and one spring. So the spring one is the biggest. Right. Because in the fall, you've got the one in September for anyone who qualified for their ring after the spring semester. And then in November, you have a ring ceremony for anyone that qualified after summer semester. So the spring one was big because that's everyone that qualified after December would right. be able to go. get their ring and so all these guys were like well they're gonna get one ring why not make it two and i'm
0: like that like let's let's have separate moments please for your sake and for theirs that was
1: exactly my reasoning for not wanting that to happen like i want to enjoy one thing at a time and not be super overwhelmed to a degree i get it because typically your families are with you and you're already going out to dinner you're already dressed up like there are certain things that make it a little less able for the girlfriend to detect that it's coming potentially. Right. But I would rather have two separate occasions and I would also not like to be proposed to in public. Just a thought for a future note.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad Um, Juan didn't do that. Thank God.
1: Yeah. The A&M ring is something that people really get pumped about. Not every school is that set on getting a class ring, but um, at A&M it's a pretty big deal So well, for I some reason people like to combine those
0: ideas I think it's horrible to put that kind of pressure It falls more on women than it does on men And it's like If that didn't happen it's like what's wrong with you And it's like there's nothing wrong with you Like, Because marriage is not right. end game of your life It's not how it works It's a great thing Don't get me wrong But it's it's not the end game of your life There's more to life than marriage And so people would always joking Speaking joke,
1: as a single 28 year old in texas um most people including myself tended to have the idea once you graduated college that if you were still single at 21 or 22 that you were going to die alone Which Um, which is totally not true and not fair but that was the understanding which is why so many people were stressed to get engaged AKA ring by spring of their senior year because they wanted to solidify that they would in fact be getting married before they were out of school. Cause it's harder to meet people once you're not in school anymore. Right. But,
0: but you know, this, this, this last one is one of my favorites because it <laughs> is, I didn't think about it until people from the South actually brought it to my attention in our Instagram comments. So I put on Instagram like things, that people realize about their Southern college campus or their alumni or whatever, or anything. And the first one to come in was about the cafeteria. And I was like, out of all things, this is what's coming up on here, but it was sweet tea. We we all have sweet teas in our cafeteria. And I never really thought about that to have, or to not have sweet tea, I guess in a cafeteria but now that i think about it why would you have that if that's not a typical drink you know you have your sodas and other stuff obviously dr pepper another thing that was brought to my attention was chicken fried steak and i'm like you know what probably the northern states don't have their chicken fried steak saturday in the cafeteria on their campus because we had patty melt tuesday and chicken fried steak saturday and both were iconic at stephen f austin
1: well and ours was based on where you lived.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so like I lived on the south side of campus, which was the commons area, and we didn't have cafeteria style. Um, it was more like Chick-fil-A, there was a barbecue place, so it was actually more restaurant hub that mm-hmm. had an anime sector, but that was just for the commons. So if you were on north side, you had Sabisa, which is closer to North Gate. Um, which is why they call it that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the chef at Messina Hof, when I was working out there, he actually used to be a chef at Sabisa for a little while. And he would talk about all the different things they would make. I don't know specifics, but I can imagine that they did all kinds of stuff like that because they helped with pancake breakfasts and doing all these large like platters of scrambled eggs Mm -hmm. and bacon and all these different things. So breakfast was really big there, but breakfast in the Commons didn't really open sure. as early, especially for the bulk of the places. Like, I don't think even the Chick Fil A place opened for chicken minis or chicken biscuits. That's, I think it was just lunch and dinner.
0: I'm repulsed. Um, yes, it was. Terrible. I got through music theory on Tuesday and Thursdays. I risked. Side note: I risked an injury going to get chicken minis before music theory. I had just gotten done with music for children two I believe and I slipped off the sidewalk because me if you know me it's just me and I busted my knee open and like I was on like the road and I was like down I had gone down man down and I still (laughs) hobbled over with blood running down my leg to get my chicken minis before music theory because it was right across the street from the music building and the student center was that contained it came back, and everyone's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I just have my box of minis, and I'm like, solid. We'll clean it.
1: That's I mean, time. you literally risked it for the biscuits.
0: <laughs> I, I quite did. The chicken biscuits, yes. Chick-fil-A, please yes. sponsor us. Um, so there's so, that. But, yeah, campus food. Yeah,
1: so different experiences on different campus areas, because the west side of campus, which is where business school was, Um, which is where most of my classes were, even when I lived on campus, Um, there were sections that would be open for breakfast to do, like, grab a parfait and a Starbucks, like, frappuccino in the, like, glass container thing. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't, like, which which didn't open until lunchtime. So different restaurants spread out all over campus, different hours for everything. Northside also had the Underground, which had a lot of different things then now they also have a chick-fil-a mm. um as well as a pizza place a barbecue place a smoothie king
0: um but see like even so a barbecue kind of place, place. two fried animals. chicken places you know
1: chick-fil-a doesn't really count as fried chicken to me but
0: and not yes. like not like kfc sure but or cnj's or rudy's even or we're getting too specific that's like those are barbecue places guys um, well,
1: no, yeah, I'm only saying that because in my mind, fast food, no matter where it's from, is not considered barbecue. That's the only thing I was saying.
0: That's fair. There's um, these, There's
1: other barbecue restaurants that had places on campus.
0: Right. Um, so you know, that's really it for the college series. And it's been this is the seventh part. I didn't want to end on six. Um, I considered it, but I was like no, because seven would be like lucky seven, be a good number to end on, and it's a good want,
1: round whole number.
0: Right, and I didn't want to end on talking about Title Nine because it's kind of a darker subject, unfortunately. Um, right now, but you know this this was this was interesting to get people's take and people we interviewed. What would you say your favorite part of the college series was for you Mm. I
1: mean I always love talking about sports so I think getting to talk about college athletics was probably one of my favorites
0: with dad yeah yeah. Um, shoot I'm trying to think I really enjoyed talking to Christine a lot to get a northern perspective um, Mm -hmm. and how they're the quote unquote and she hates this but it's the Harvard of the Midwest and she's like uh vomit um, and talking to an out-of-stater about their experience. I also really loved Greek Week just because I love those two women a lot, and they're great people. Um, and getting an insight on – for them to tell people the insight of what Greek life was actually like at a small school was really fun. Um, so I enjoyed yeah. both of those a lot. Um, anything new you learned listening to the series? probably chicken fried steak saturday that was probably a new one for you because i never really talked about i've
1: heard you talk about it but we did not have that right also my experience in college was a little skewed as far as what the weekends looked like because there were a lot of times i would go home or Mm -hmm. stay with friends in other places because i was from here right so i wasn't on campus eating typically on a weekend um Yeah, I I would say learning more about Greek life because I cannot handle that much estrogen in a room typically. Well,
0: neither could Um, Alyssa. She was was like, I hate girls. They get on my nerves.
1: (laughs) I mean, and I did Diamond Darlings, which was great, but there was also the sports aspect. So you got a little bit of both, and there were only 18 of us each year. So it wasn't like living in a house with 60 other girls at a time because I Mm -hmm. probably would have pulled a Britney Spears and shaved my head. Um, At me already. But – it's just, it's cool to see like the different vibes. Cause I even saw when I was in college how different every sorority was. Uh-huh. Like how different their brand was, even in the kind of girls they picked. Like the Pi Fis and the Tri Delts and the Delta Gammas were the people that I hung out with. But then you had the Kappas who, for whatever reason, I never really melded with many Kappas. I had a couple of friends that were Kappas, mm-hmm. but outside of that, it was like, I just did not mesh with Kappas and I don't know why, but it was just one of those things that it's cool to learn about the different stereotypes that each Greek life group has, even mm-hmm. if it's from my campus to your campus or all on SFA campus or all on A&M campus, just different, um, sororities themselves. So,
0: yeah. Um, so guys, we're gonna, we'll, we'll be back with a new episode next week. We are soon gonna end season one don't worry we're gonna come back for season two but we've got to give it a little bit of a break just because that's what you do in these podcast things from what i've noticed so you can create more content and things like that and we still have plenty of content don't you fret but um we will be back next week with another episode just know that season one is coming to a close soon um no and i know But that way we can have more time to record and make sure you, you know, thank you for listening this far because you can be a part of that 1,000 listens and look for that 1,000 post because that's where you will figure out how to do um, the entry for the giveaway. And they're going to want to be in that giveaway because once I tell Allison everything that's going on, Allison, you can't be in the giveaway. Dang it. I'm Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Love a
1: good giveaway.
0: Yeah, but then it's going to look like nepotism if you get picked, so I can't have that.
1: No, I, for sure.
0: Yeah. So, we follow
1: legal expectations, people. Don't you worry. I will probably just be contributing to the giveaway, so that's
0: fine. <laughs> uh, maybe, kind of. We'll see. I don't know. So, okay, we'll, we'll see. to give away stuff. If you want to give away things, like if you want to give away that Aggie shirt dress thing, Be my guest. I didn't say I was giving away my nostalgia. Okay, Okay, on that note, since I've obviously (laughs) hurt some feelings, we're going to leave it on a good one. (laughs) Um, And we will see you all back at the podcast next week. Bye. Gigs, bye.